This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.08 and this is the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. First up today, unfortunately, a, a tragic story and one that we've heard a fair amount of recently, I think much more than any of us want to. So yesterday, um, this was reported yesterday, but it happened on Wednesday, a two-year-old girl passed away after she was left alone in a vehicle for eight hours. Now, this happened in Ara Damansara after her mother forgot to drop her off at kindergarten. Um, according to the Pataling Jaya District Police Chief, Mohamed Fakhruddin Abdul Hamid, um, initial investigations revealed that the mother had actually dropped off two of her other children at about 7am at a school nearby. She was headed to the child's kindergarten, but then when she arrived, she received a call that was believed to be a work call and forgot to drop her child off at kindy. Um, Then she went home and only realised that her child was actually unconscious in the car in the afternoon. Yeah, so this is, and I read it and I could, my heart goes out to the parents, but yeah. you know, it's this kind of thing, it's, because if you take the child out of the equation, it's something we could all do. We could all go through the day with it's so many different tasks. And then when something comes in an emergency or a note or notification, you can be completely distracted. But because the child's life is now, um, you know, as was at stake, it really becomes a very different kind of problem. And As I referenced earlier, right, this is actually, unfortunately, the third incident of its type that's been reported in the last two months. Uh, Last month, a 16-month-old baby girl died after she was found unconscious in a car at a public university in Kuala Trunganu. Um, And in early October, an eight-month-old baby girl passed away um, under similar circumstances. And actually, both of those incidents involved a parent who had thought that they had dropped their child off at the daycare centre before they headed to work. Yeah, so, you know, there's this whole thing. I think when we listen and read these stories, we wonder, what was it the child? Was the child sleeping? How come? How could a parent forget a child? I mean, I think that sometimes comes with some sort of moral judgment, but and it's hard to not go that way, and I think in our thought processes. But at the same time, I think it's so easy to empathise with parents who find themselves pulled in so many directions and that something like even as precious as a child can be forgotten. So... In line with that, in October, actually, child activists put out a letter to remind parents that there are some tools that could help with reminding them that their child is in the backseat. They specifically pointed to maybe putting in special features in cars, uh, putting in reminders through mobile apps, and then physical reminders. So actually, Yayasan Chowkit co-founder, Datuk Dr. Hartini Zainuddin, uh, who was one of the signatories of the letter, said that physical reminders can be as simple as placing a diaper bag or your purse or your briefcase in the backseat next to your child. Um, therefore, it's something that for works, you know, for working purposes you would need or something that you just absolutely need to get before you leave the car and therefore you will turn around, look and realise. And so um, we're going to be getting into that notion a little bit more, that, that question of um, how we can prevent something like this from happening again. And we will be speaking with Srividaya Ganapati, the co-chairperson of Crip Foundation. But let us know, uh, in light of this really kind of the fact that this keeps happening 
especially if you're a parent, how do you remind yourself about your child in the backseat? What kind of tips and tricks, what kind of tools did you use? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Blues, folk, metal. BFM 89.9. It is 5.14 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. We are talking today about um, reminding yourself that your child may be in the back seat. And this is coming after uh, most recently a two-year-old girl passed away this week after she was left alone in a vehicle for eight hours because her mother... Uh, thought that she dropped her off at kindergarten when she got a phone call, got distracted and didn't realise that that wasn't the case. And there have been other cases like this as well, usually to do with a parent um, trying to juggle daycare, trying to juggle work. And so there has been a letter put out, um, you know, calling for reminders, parents to instate reminders in their lives. We are asking you, how do you remind yourself um, about your child in the backseat? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Speaking with us now on this, we have Srividya Ganapati, who is co-chairperson of the Crib Foundation. Um, Srivit, thank you so much for speaking with us. So you're part of the group suggesting that various measures could be used to ensure that parents don't forget about their children in the car's backseat. Talk to us about why you've called for this. Um, actually, if you see our letter, there are some statistics that we have put there um, that in the United States, there were a thousand children who died in hot vehicles. And another 7,000 plus survive uh, with varying injuries since 1990. I googled it. And if you google it, you'll see that in this year alone, there are uh, three cases that I could find this year um, using limited search um, words. But I think if you actually research it, there will be a lot more. The thing is, um, we don't really have the data. But in our opinion, um, and in the opinion of the, the whole group that wrote that letter, even one child or one baby dying this way is too many. Sri, so what are the main reasons this happens in the first place? Right. I mean, I, I personally think that this is heartbreaking, that this kind of um, deaths happen. Uh, because clearly, these are not abusive parents. They are parents who have actually gone to the trouble of getting car seats, being informed on the proper way to, to install car seats, which is that car seats should always be installed at, in the rear passenger side of the of the vehicle rather than in the uh, the driver's side. I mean, in, in the front, that's for the child's safety. The fact that these deaths happen with babies trapped into cars or, or put into car seats means that these are parents who've actually thought much about the safety of their babies and actually taken active measures to make sure that their their babies are safe in the car, you know? So th that's the outset of where we, we are we are heading. We, we have to remember that these are careful parents. So if if we don't, if, if it's happening to careful parents, then what can it be? One is the case of a doctor. She went to the hospital, parked her car, and immediately went on duty. So you can imagine her state of mind that day. She must have been completely bogged down with work. And the other case was also an educator who, again, he went to work and he he went off. Now, when I Googled it today, I found that there was one case in 2019 where a grandfather had left the baby in the car and gone off. Sometimes it can happen because 
this is not part of their daily routine. Uh, maybe meaning to say, uh, maybe they are not the regular people who drop the child off. If you have ever left an important thing in the car, for example, your phone, and then it can tell you, if you can leave your phone, which you use for work and communication, how easy it is to, to go somewhere, forgetting that you're on duty that day to drop your baby and immediately go off because the baby's fallen asleep. The baby's not making any noise. So you just get up, you, you park and you run and you forget what's about your problems for the day until you get, I'm not saying a baby is a problem. I'm saying you forget about your uh, routine until you get back into the car and you realise what's happening. So let's talk about some of the suggestions outlined. Dr. Hartini Zainuddin spoke about placing, um, say, diaper bag, purse, briefcase in the back seat next to the child uh, to create a visual cue. How effective is this method? I think it's a really, um, it's a really good um, tip. Um, it's something that I practice on a daily basis. I started uh, driving my baby around. My daughter is now 20. But when she was a baby, I never took her in the car without a car seat. She was always placed at the back of the car seat. The other tip that I would like to say before I go into leaving an item in the back seat is that you sh when you put the baby in the car seat, you sh the baby should be not directly behind your seat, but in the seat where you, if you look, you can actually see the baby out of the corner of your eye. So the, the seat opposite you, behind the passenger seat, that would be the best location in my opinion. But I started transporting my baby around in a car seat from the time that she was one month old. I regularly am distracted because I have multiple things that I'm thinking about. So I always kept either my phone or my purse or my, my, my laptop bag at the back so that when I go to pick up my, my things, I will see my baby in the car. I, I still do this until today. If I have something important that I need to bring somewhere, like if I need to bring it to the office or if I'm going somewhere and I need to take it out of the car, I will always leave it in the back seat, uh, my laptop bag or my, my handbag, so that I will remember when I take my handbag, I will see that and think, oh yeah, I'm supposed to take this and go. So when it comes to apps or reminders on smartphones, uh, do you have a specific app to recommend or other methods uh, to look into? So that constantly new methodologies coming up. I know that Waze has got an inbuilt reminder that you can um, input into your car so that uh, into your, your phone, for example, so that your, your phone will give you an alert to remind you about your baby. But one of the things that I personally do is always have an alarm on my phone. So when I'm leaving the house, I'll have several alarms that go off at different times of the day. And one of those alarms could be an alarm to say, where's my baby? So what, one of my alarms is what's for lunch. If I'm in charge of making sure that um, lunch is being delivered to someone uh, I'm responsible for that day. So similarly, if I'm picking up someone or I'm dropping off someone, I'll have an alarm maybe five minutes before they are due to be dropped off that reminds me where I'm going or what I'm doing. And if we take maybe a broader look, what efforts have been done to promote these safety measures and ensure that parents are actually more informed? I believe that there's actually been some conversations that have happened um, with the Ministry of Women. Um, but I think that those conversations happen maybe in 2019 and 2018 when there were a couple of cases reported. See, the thing is this... Um, Malaysians, we are famous for um, trigger reactions. So when something happens, there will be a conversation, there will be people talking about it. But after a while, 
newer issues come up, newer uh, matters are more pressing, and we tend to kind of put things on the back burner and forget about them. And especially something like this, it's not a case of abuse. It's not a case of um, a particular group that can be said to be uh, rallying for changes in this law. You, you know, I would say, I would recommend that um, it is a measure that should be thought about not just by the people in the women's ministry, but also by JP, JPJ um, and car manufacturers um, and maybe include them in a dialogue where we think about safety for children. We have all seen cases where there's a motorbike and there are five people on that bike or a, a small Myvi or Kanchil that's got seven people in it, including five children, and none of them are wearing seatbelts. So road safety when it comes to children in Malaysia is a problem. It's something that we don't talk about enough. We don't address. And maybe it's because of the state of our public transport that we all look at this. We see a man or a woman driving with four children on a motorbike, all in school uniforms, you feel bad, you feel upset about it, but what can you do to support that family or help them to get the, the kids to school, you know? These are things that we should be talking about, not just in terms of children who are forgotten in cars, but the way that we transport children in this country and the, with the protections that we are providing for children who are being transported. Now, I understand there have also been suggestions for employers to implement policies that prioritise employee well-being and child safety. Can you tell us more about them? Yes. So, in fact, I, I did do an interview earlier this uh, this year about exactly this, that, you know, instead of trying to deal with abuse or, or deaths or neglect when they have already happened, when lives are lost or damaged, we should be talking and having these conversations to see how we can prevent abuse. How can we prevent neglect? How can we prevent deaths among children? And one of the most important things that we can think about is how do we empower women and support women to continue to work uh, while at the same time being able to care for their children and their families, right? So one of the most important things I think that employers and companies can do is consider implementing flexible working hours. Um, and I would urge the government to explore this with companies to see whether companies that allow uh, women or parents, really, I mean, companies that would explore allowing parents to have flexible working hours be given some kind of tax rebate or subsidy to, to encourage them to actually do this. Because when we protect our children, then we're protecting the country's future. Am I right? And more than that, when people have no choice but to go to work, if companies can provide crashes or, or kindergartens within the premises where parents can safely uh, leave their children, um, and if those employers or those companies are provided some kind of inbuilt subsidy or, or, or tax rebate, that's again a, a wonderful way in which we can support uh, companies who are supporting uh, women to have careers. Right now, is there an openness or willingness to do that on the part of the companies? I see that a number of government departments have actually taken the lead. Um, even, for example, uh, the courts in Putrajaya used to have um, like, a, like a play play school 
where parents are a crash, where parents could drop off their babies and go. I know that a number of government departments do it and a number of the bigger organizations do it. What I'm suggesting is that it's not just something that is within the um, ability of a of a large-scale employer, but that even smaller employers can be encouraged to do this. If we can say, if you do this, we can allow you some kind of um, assistance or support or, or tax break. Sri, do you have any final thoughts for us? All I can say is this. If you have ever left an important item in your car and gone off to your meeting or to your job or shopping, then... What stop you from leaving your child? What's the difference? Your brain can be so active and so distracted and so full of some whatever you're doing that this can happen. I can tell you, it can happen to me. I can imagine it happening. So what, what we are trying to advocate is that people practice these measures like as of right. Like just as how you, when you get in a car, you put your seatbelt on. If you have a car with a baby, then practice these measures regularly and promote it, talk to people about it. I think it's great that we're talking about it on the radio, you know? Absolutely, Sri. Thank you so much for speaking with us. That was Sri Vidaya Ganapati, who is co-chairperson of the Crib Foundation, talking about ways and measures that can be taken to ensure that parents do not forget their children in the back seats of the car. And this is something that has resulted very unfortunately in um, three reported deaths over the last two months, and and that's three too many. And so um, we wanted to hear from you. How do you remind yourself about a child? your child in the back seat. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine and tweet us at PFM Radio. We do have a voice note actually that came in from Redswan. I think as parents we can uh, put your Teams or Microsoft Outlook on quiet schedule. Uh, you can archive your WhatsApp work WhatsApp group uh, so that it doesn't disturb you. And don't pick up calls uh, regarding to works until your morning chores, especially if your children, is done. And a physical reminder is a great thing. Redzwan, thank you for that. I think that those are actually very thoughtful suggestions and speak to the level of and I say this as someone who enjoys my work, but um, speaks to the level of intrusion that work can have in your brain, right? Especially when you're trying to do other things, very important things. Yeah, and Rizwan, you know, the idea that, you know, you prioritize prioritize your children first uh, before work comes. And I think, you know, in fact, people at work should understand this, right? Mm. That uh, there are dangers. I mean, it's shocking that this is happening, uh, but it's so true to the kind of lives we lead. Uh, but it's this one, I think, what strikes me is also that it's putting the agency on the person um, to actively silence all work-related communication because it's an acknowledgement that this is the thing. This is the thing that often gets people tripped up. Uh, briefly, Theo says, the phone, throw the phone in the rear seat. You don't need it while driving anyway. You will definitely need it later. Yeah, the phone, it's become so much part of our lives and it's created all kinds of problems. Unintended, it's liberated us in ways and shackled us in others. Keep those thoughts coming. Um, how do you remind yourself about your child in the back seat? Do you have maybe tips that you'd like to share? Um, that number to call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine and tweet us at BFM Radio. Bloggers for Malaysia, BFM eighty nine point nine. 
It is 5.38 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. We started off our show today by um, trying to talk about the practicalities of how to ensure parents do not forget their children in the backseat of their car. Um, this is coming after there have been three actually really tragic deaths of very young children over the last two months because of this very thing. And they all share actually very similar circumstances of parents simply not not forgetting, but parents thinking that they had already dropped off their kid, whether at kindergarten or daycare, and then going to work and their child passing away as a result of this being left in the car. And so we spoke earlier with our guest about the call for a reminder for parents to kind of put in reminders um, in their surroundings for work also, maybe to reconsider the ways in which they operate, right, to allow for this not to happen. So we're asking you, how do you remind yourself about your child in the back seat? Or how did you if uh, the days of child seats are, are long past for you? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Um, a number of tips coming in. I actually wanted to look at the people who are talking about collective responsibility. So Anderson says daycares should call parents when the child doesn't attend for that day and more awareness should be conducted to all Malaysians, not just parents. Ministries should work together, educate the public, maybe make a short documentary um, jingles and PSA th- PSAs through the media. My wife and I are so sad for those poor children and our heart goes out to them and also the parents. Mohammed is also saying Kindergarten or schools upon every young child being absent should call the parent. Hong is saying daycare centres can consider calling the parents if they're unusually late that day. Yang is saying the same. Yeah, so the, you know, kind of sharing the responsibility, I like that, especially when it comes um, not so much to daycare centres because I, I don't know what their work is like, but certainly for the media, right, and we in radio and people mm-hmm. listening to drive time radio, if there is a jingle jingle or a, a little reminder, it might in fact break the spell that comes over you when you are doing something that's routine and getting distracted by, you know, emergency calls from work and, and just trying to plan for the, the rest of the day, right? So all these things that are playing on your mind, maybe a little jingle reminding you about uh, the person in the back uh, might be useful. I think the daycare thing actually makes a lot of sense, but then it also speaks to if our whole segment today is really about how modern life perhaps makes too many demands um, on caregivers, um, then daycare centres may in fact also fall victim to that. I would like to think, right, that we are operating in a space where people have the capacity um, to be conscientious in that way. But the truth is, like you, I don't know how daycare centres work or how busy they are and whether this is possible. I would like to believe it is. I I think that that makes sense because it's the most immediate thing. If you see a phone call from your child's daycare, you're going to pick up because if you think you've dropped off your child, then you think something might have happened. Um, and if it and if the call comes early enough, it really could be a life-saving call. Uh, Roberto says, I know not everybody who drives uses Waze, but now Waze has that feature. When you reach at your destination, when you reach your destination, it reminds you precisely about a child. It's called a child reminder, precisely for the cases that have happened, not just in Malaysia, but around the world. They have developed this particular feature. Um, 
I don't have any children right now. My daughter's old enough to come down from the car if I happen to leave her sleeping. But yeah, that could be a solution. Edward is also pointing out about um, this feature on waste. Yeah, so the feature waste suggests that this is, as Roberta points out, a, not a uniquely Malaysian situation. Um, and also, you know, Lynn, I was reminded uh, something that we spoke to with our guests about, you know, Sri Vidya Ganapati, that in fact, this is not about negligence. It's not kind of a criminal negligence sort of uh, scenario, right, where parents willfully leave their child behind because they, they're not bothered. Because they're cruel. Yeah. They're cruel. It's, it's really the unfortunate convergence of so many factors that all of us share in our lives, except some of us don't have children. But when you do, this can be just one of those unfortunate moments. And so I think a bit of uh, empathy, I think, for the to all parents, uh, you know, but also perhaps the parents involved in these particular tragic cases. Samuel says, I refuse to use my phone when I'm sending my child. Even if my wife calls me, I will wait to attend the call later. Yet I still fear the worst as um, as you're now confirming that this is after all the third case in two months. Are we heading towards an overcapitalistic society? Yeah, Samuel, you know, uh, capitalistic or industrialized or hypermodern. I mean, there are many, uh, we can lay the blame at, at the feet of many different, I think, uh, social phenomena. But the truth is, at the end of the day, we are all very distracted. And we had a, a, a message earlier, right, a voice note, in fact, suggesting that you do turn your phone off or, uh, you know, in the early part of the day before, uh, until you're actually done with all your chores regarding your children. But I don't know how practical that is. I mean, it's something that sounds good in practice, but so much of us, so many of us, I think, are terrified that we will miss an important call from work. And so, yes, but then I think if you just set that boundary in place for yourself, um, eventually work will know that, right? That that before 8 a.m., let's say, or, or whatever the time may be, I'm simply not going to be available to you because I'm not going to use my phone while I'm dropping off my child. Yeah, I think it's a conversation you can have with the You with should your have, office. perhaps, yeah. Yeah, with your um, boss. Because office. I think people, parents having that conversation um, make it better for everybody, right? Make it better for <coughs> other people in the organisation to, to do the same, other caregivers. You know, there, there are all sorts of reasons for why that's a good thing. Um, let's see, lots of people sharing tips. Siva says, have a soft toy like a teddy bear in the front passenger your seat um, and slot a small soft toy on the driver's seat belt. So when you unlock the seat belt, it reminds you of your child. That's interesting. I've seen the small soft toy and never understood why that was there. Um, DMA says, I keep my child's bag on the front passenger seat and my work ID placed under it. If I need to get my tag and I see the bag, I'm immediately alerted about my child in the car seat. Um, Hakimin says, um, work laptop or handbag before you drop your child off, always place that beside the child's seat. So similar things. Um, Aizuddin says, number one. I leave my phone at the car seat. Number two, I put his bag on the front passenger seat. Number three, we always sing together along the way to kindergarten. <laughs> I love the singing together. Uh, you know, I'm not a parent. I've never been a parent. Uh, but I think that uh, what I understand is that parents are deeply anxious about ever being caught in this scenario, right? So, you know, I think um, to suggest that uh, parents don't care or can be negligent or willfully negligent, I think is very uh, unfortunate. I think uh, our guest earlier reminded us again that the parents in the particular cases that we've seen this last two months were not typical. They don't have the profile of negligent parents. In fact, quite the opposite. Uh, we've also got a voice note that came in from TIDJ. Okay, I know this is uh, coming from a place of privilege, but get your child 
uh, I mean, if you can afford it, get your child an Apple Watch. Set it as, you know, uh, to a uh, device for a child because I could leave my AirPods or if I'm going out for lunch and I leave my, my work MacBook in the office, a reminder pops up saying like, hey, you left this device at this location. So yeah, uh, if you can afford it, this might be one option where you, where you, you might want to pursue. TIDJ, thank you for that suggestion. Um, Anonymous actually is also having a, a bit of a, a tech comment saying purchase smart tags which are available for Android and iOS you place them on the child parents get notified if the tag goes out of range you can even have a locate the tag function in case you forget where you placed your child yeah it's it's great that technology uh, gives options to parents today um, and to TIDJ's uh, a privilege check I think you know it's I think it's unfortunate, but the the problems that a lot of working class parents have are such a different order uh, of things that, you know, we need to think of solutions for them too. But there's no reason why middle class parents who have the uh, uh, the wherewithal to actually, you know, uh, use these technologies shouldn't in fact use them. Keep those thoughts coming. We are talking today about um, how you remind yourself about a child in the back seat, um, and this is coming as there have been just um, tragic deaths, really, as a result of parents, busy parents, thinking that they have dropped off their child at a daycare or at a kindergarten and not realizing that they haven't. So we wanted to hear from you. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. You can send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine and tweet us at BFM Radio. Baba from Malacca. BFM eighty nine point nine the business station. BFM 89.9. It is coming up to 5.53 and that was Bill Withers with Use Me. You are listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod and we're talking today about um, how to ensure that parents remember their children in the back seat um, because there have been three deaths in the last two months uh, as a result of busy parents heading to work and then thinking that they've dropped their child off where they're supposed to be dropped off, not realising that they haven't and their children passing away. So um, there have been calls for parents to kind of try and instate reminders for themselves. And we're asking you for your thoughts and perhaps for some tips that maybe you'd like to share. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 18 and tweet us at BFM Radio. We do have another voice note that came in from Sabrina. I agree with the previous callers uh, who suggested that the daycare need to do a roll call and, you know, who hasn't uh, turned up at the babysitter or daycare. We, we need to have like a close look, lah, you know, feedback mechanism to call the parents hey you know your child's where's your child what how, you know what's what's the deal here um that happened to me not that I, we i forgot or left my child in the car but we were all like the whole family wanted to go somewhere and it's like home alone i thought my husband has the baby and then he thought that the baby was with me and uh, we were like hey where's janine um, so the baby was sleeping in the house. So luckily we did a head count before we um, moved. 
you know so it's it's very important it can happen and it just reflects how stressful life is you know uh if if you have no support you know there's no grandparents the neighbors are all working you're a single mother single father your boss is like on your tail it's just a thousand and one things on your mind and i i can't imagine the the nightmare you know it's like yeah you can say that it's neglect but uh realistically you know we have to work as a community uh and having a daycare at the workplace is like is mandatory lah actually you know you you need to be close to your children it would be great if we can all work from home or work from anywhere but some things you know you you just can't stay at home and watch your children all the time that's just uh life as parents Sabrina thank you for that i think um firstly thank you for sharing how how even conscientious parents can end up not realizing where their child actually is at that moment in time for you know a series of things i think actually you're the first person to bring up workplace daycares which is crucial which is important um so i mean if you have the combination of workplace daycare and then putting say your laptop bag in the back with your child then that's like a you know a double security a double blind Yeah, uh, Sabrina, uh, you know, 101 things going on in your brain uh, being pulled this way and that way. I think yeah, absolutely we all can understand that because that's in in part of all almost all our lives and and the question of of course is that in a situation like this whether the strategies that people have whether it's high tech or low tech and we've heard all the whole range of them they will actually work and i mean our hope is that this rather anomalous situation of three deaths in two months uh will not carry on right that this is not you know we're not going to have an epidemic of these things but what it is though uh, as our guest earlier said you know it's a reminder that we need to act proactively that we need to find solutions before things happen rather than just sort of working after a crisis so a few people are talking about manufacturing and you know kind of manufacturing engineering just baking it into the car michael says have wider rear view mir- mirrors and i think this is on the basis that you would therefore be able to see your child um in your eye line uh vj says what about indicators like seat belt reminders it would be the same hardware but wired differently can, can manufacturers do this for a small cost sharif says some cars have a feature where you open the back passenger door and drive when you reach the destination turn off the engine and leave you need to open uh the same door if not the alarm will sound um theo says passive safety is the only way the other method requires drivers active participation what if you forget to set the alarm what if you go to shop what if you go shopping instead of to kindergarten the caretaker won't call you um what if you're not working that day and didn't bring your laptop i guess the mandatory installation of an occupation sensor that activates the vehicle's alarm when switched off as temperature rises would be a good start it would work for children pets or sick and incapacitated humans as well Yeah, I think all these are wonderful suggestions. I uh I don't myself drive a car, but the idea that, you know, uh, car technology and design can be used to aid uh a sort of awareness, right? A sense of presence in the car rather than and this is something I experience all the time, being in a zone, you know, getting into a zone where you can start to um cut out a lot of reality uh, and get caught up in your own thoughts and sometimes important things get uh, or go missing while that happens so um azami and willa are both bringing up issues that um 
other listeners had mentioned and that Sabrina also just talked about, which is daycares getting involved here. Um, Anon, though, says our kindy is using an app notific- an app where a notification pops up whenever I drop the children off there. So every time I get my phone to pay for parking before I start work, I make sure to click the pop-up notification from the kindy application to make sure the children are already there. Yeah, that's very interesting, right? So it's already so, so it's automated on that side too. Mm, yeah, all these sound like uh, really sensible solutions. Uh, hopefully, they prevent uh, more deaths. Yes, um, and hopefully also if you're a parent listening, that that there's been something useful in here today. You know, whether it's leaving your there've been so many good suggestions, leaving your bag in the back, leaving your kids' bag in the front. You know, just all these various things to try and create that that visual cue, um, switching off. Not switching off your phone, but silencing all work-related chat so you don't get distracted while on the school run. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully this has been helpful. You can keep those thoughts coming. So we wanted to hear from you. You can call 7733-2900. You can send us a voice note or WhatsApp, 018-789-8899, and tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.